and welcome to Movie Lala Podcast. Today we are talking about Rangila, which came out in 1995. The Prime Minister of India was P.V. Narasimha Rao. The director and producer of the movie is Ram Gopal Verma. Music is by A.R. Rahman. And the actors were Amit Khan, Urmila, Jackie Shroff, Reema Lagu, Gulshan Grover. And the story is about Munna and Millie. And Munna is an orphan and I think Munna and Millie, they grow up together. He kind of keeps hanging out at their house. So Millie grows up to be an aspiring actress and she actually gets a break in a movie and Muna has always been secretly in love with Millie. Now that she's an actress, he thinks that, you know, he can never get her and he never lets her know and it turns into a triangle when the actor that she's working with also falls in love with her and then the story moves from there. Oops, it's so hard again to describe a love triangle. It's a love triangle. I think there's like, there's a boy and there's a girl and then there's another boy or another girl. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, you gave a synopsis of the story, which is pretty accurate. So this was definitely the movie that I was most excited about in this series. You know, there's always that one movie that you either create the whole series around. It's like, okay, how do we include this movie into something? And I think this is the movie which is like, let's do Love Triangle so that we can talk about Rangila. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. It's also one of those movies that even when you're going through a bad movie in the series, you know that there's this, it's like the silver lining in the dark cloud, right? So you're like, oh, but there's Rangila. There's going to be Rangila. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And you know what? No matter how many times I've seen it, it has never let me down. And I was so happy that, you know, this is one of those 90s movie that again does not like disappoint you. There are no no red flags, so to say, and everything still excited me. The right dialogues still made me laugh. And of course, I ended up observing a lot more mm. uh, than I had in my 100 previous watches, which is always so satisfying. It's up there with Jorita Vaisikandar, right? That is also one of the movies that never, never, never disappoints. You never find a flaw. Yeah, absolutely. And both have Amir Khan. So Amir Khan, I think pretty much he knew exactly what he was doing, even way back when people really didn't think too much about it. This is still Amir before Amir era. Mm. All right, let's start with the opening credits. They were perfect. I felt like, you know, they they kind of gave you a taste of what the movie is going to be about without actually telling you what it's going to be about. You know, the clips of all the actors and actresses that were shown, you kind of, they were all people that kind of created Hindi movies, right? They are the iconic people. I felt it was perfect. It was great. I was very happy. It was amazing. The opening credits and also right after the opening credits is the scene. The scene kind of takes off from the opening credits in the sense that, you know, the actors and actresses that we were seeing all throughout the opening credits, it's actually seen by Urmila on the streets of Mumbai. And I... I I don't know what that thing is called, but, you know, it's one of those things that it used to be there in India when... Bioscope. Bioscope, yes. So it's like a cart and, you know, you'll always see somebody pushing it and then you can pay him money and, you know, you can watch it. So, you know, from the opening credits, it's actually Urmila looking at it. And it was so amazing. You know, it just hooks you from the beginning. And then it zooms out and it's Urmila actually looking at it. And then you hear all the street sounds of Mumbai. And I wanted to go back to India because of the sounds. It just makes me feel so much at home. (laughs) The traffic and the noise. 
it's just a perfect beginning to the movie yeah and then the opening scene like she wakes up and then she's like oh you know mera sapna tod diya main ye kar rahi thi wo kar rahi thi and then the mother is like you know you keep sleeping how will your dreams come true and he's like but if i don't sleep how will i dream and i like how it goes into like kuch na kaho कुछ भी ना कहो फैमिली वॉज एडोरेबल फादर टेक्स द केक द डैड आई फेल द डैड वॉज द स्टार अट्रैक्शन एंड फॉर सम रीजन आई डोंट नो वाई बट यू नो प्रीवियस वॉचेस द डैड डिड एंड स्टे विद मी एज मच एज ही स्टेड विद मी दिस टाइम लाइक दिस अंकल इज माई सोल अंकल लाइक आई डोंट नो आई डोंट इवन नो देर वॉज अ थिंग एज सोल अंकल वी कैन मेक वॉट यू वॉन्ट टॉक अबाउट fashion and then come back to absolutely let's jump into fashion so yeah this was the movie which changed the face of indian movies fashion wise like how women were dressed i mean from the first teaser and that teaser is like in my head i i don't think i remember that many things from my you know 90s era like i remember a lot but this is like a i know when the teaser came i know exactly that music of ar rahman the rangila music soundtrack and it was just 10 seconds urmila is hopping uh, with her bag and there are people behind her and then rangila re and then that's it and i was like what is this like what what this is something out of this world we've never seen this before yeah and that was part of like a the image is part of like nobody wore those kind of short skirts mm. nobody wore those combat boots and she had that i don't know a cap or a beret you're right like rangila and fashion even if fashion was not one of the things that we normally talk about in the movie even if it were in the case i think people will talk about fashion when they talk about rangila that is how much of an impact it made in the entire i can i can even go ahead and say all over india you know not just in terms of movies but even like in terms of people actually noticing fashion and being like oh my god i want to wear that that kind of thing you know i still remember the the dress that she wears the short dress but then I, it was too short for my mom so obviously she never let me buy the yeah buy the dress but i i remember crying i was like i want that dress i i know same here that skirt was too short to be worn on the delhi streets yeah right and as i but i really want to wear this and i yeah i you know doing all of those things like wearing something else and then wearing it and hiding and wearing <laughs> it right so i had to just be happy with the doc martens because i was like okay fine at least you know give me those boots right the combat boots so i had that i remember that very clearly so yeah i mean i'm pretty sure every 90s kid will remember that face you know after watching rangila and wanting to wear this and having a conversation with their parents <laughs> yeah but not just like a mini skirt i was even like you know she wears these faded colored denims you know i think this is when colored denims also became a thing because before that it was just blue and black right but i remember after this you had them in the whole like rainbow spectrum so the the the, the knotted top like you know tying your shirt and tying a knot over the jeans exactly the fashion was you know before rangila the fashion was very uh, it was nice because we have spoken about fashion obviously in every episode of you know every uh, era and even 80s 90s we have liked you know whatever they've worn but i don't know how to explain this you know the outfits that she wore were something that it was just super stylish it was very simple like you were talking about the white shirt and even the fit even her denim pants would be just a great fit like which will show off her bum you know <laughs> 
Yeah, I think this is the first one which made Manish Malhotra Manish Malhotra. Like this is, you know, some serious thought was given into her clothes and styling and it was consistent. It wasn't, you know, usually uh, what we'd seen previously was that it wasn't consistent with the songs and stuff. Like, you know, if we th- talk about Sajan in the songs, Madhuri is wearing like fusion clothes, Indian clothes. And then in everyday life, she's wearing a skirt and a dress and a jeans. You know, everybody is wearing everything. But I think Rangila onwards, like, you know, moving forward, people, once Rangila became a thing and then Ravina Tandon's song came that uh, all of those things kind of made people realize like, oh, you know, put girls and women in like, western clothes and have a consistent wardrobe that that became a thing yeah i think you could have a whole episode on fashion if we wanted but yeah we're gonna have to move forward so let's talk about music just the album i remember i still remember the cassette cover You know, Rangila had that colorful rainbow colors. I still remember that. And also before talking about, you know, the favorite songs, I have to say that, you know, some of the songs were too hot for Indian TV. (laughs) So I remember whenever that would come on TV, my parents would obviously, you know, change the channel. So yeah, but it used to be so catchy. So you'll be like, oh my God, I wish I can just not watch it and just listen to the song. But you can't because, you know, just TV. Yeah, TV was the only medium. (laughs) Unfortunately, you'll have to listen to it in the cassette. But I think it's still hot. It is still hot. Yeah, we'll we'll get to choreography. But just in terms of music, I felt, again, you know, 90s era, ARMR was epic. Like, he's still iconic. He's a legend. He's like one of the best we produced out of our country. Mm-hmm. But 90s music by ARMR is something else. Like... Even he hasn't outdone the 90s, I feel like. People are still picking on those tunes and, you know, remixing them and reintroducing them. And you put on a song, whether it's Mukabla, whether it's Roja, whether it is this, you, there is this whole world created within that album and you know exactly which world that song belongs to. And I felt like same he had done with Rangila. It's like these songs create the world of Rangila. Absolutely. And just as fashion was a breath of fresh air, I think A.R. Rahman's music was a breath of fresh air. And talking about breath of fresh air, I think even Ram Gopal Varma's direction was... Gosh, I cannot believe it's the same guy. (laughs) That's I was just going to say that. Like, I don't even want to go there. There is nothing that I can add to the conversation which people already who are fan of said it. Like, you know, uh, I'm like... I don't know, the only thing that comes to mind is, dude, what happened? Like, what on earth happened? It's like insane. Uh, like, you know, that one at some point when genius turns insane is what happened. Like, <laughs> right. he was going very good, very good, very good. And then his mind bursted and then he went crazy. Because it takes a little bit of insanity, you know, for a genius. But this thing, yeah, it just crossed over and we've lost him. (laughs) Yeah, we've lost him. It's like, even not just the big ones, like, of course, people know him for Satya and Company and Rangila. I even liked, you know, I liked Dor. I'm probably one of the very few people who liked Dor. I'm the one who liked Madhuri Dikshit Banna Chati. I still like that movie, Sanveep. I think it's the the most underrated movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that movie. I was like, this is such a good movie. Even those like movies that, you know, Natch or whatever, like they were not great. I wouldn't say that one's a great movie, but I, I'm still, I can see, you know, okay, fine. 
Yeah, he tried to make something different. Yeah, he tried to make something different. Even that Aftab Shivdasani movie where he was relaunched after. Never mind. We've spoken about it even before and I couldn't recall his name even then. So yeah, like he's a lost case. Like what can we say? I don't know. He's but at least, you know, he's given great cinema to watch. Absolutely. So we are happy that way. Let's file him file this under Salman's category where we don't know what happened to our lovely 80s and 90s Salman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In terms of songs, you know, we know the movie does not feel dated at all. We love it and everything. So, do you still feel the same way about the songs as well? I do. They did not date and neither did the choreography and the way it's picturized. It's so current. Like, but Two of my favorite songs are probably the hottest songs in the movie. One is Hai Rama and the other one is Tanha Tanha. They both are so freaking hot. It's almost like soft porn. It's like, you know, this is, I think Ram Gopal Varma pushed the envelope to the right, to the edge where it was appropriate to air on public platform. Infamous Indian censor board. <laughs> I don't even know how this passed. And then I'm looking, right? And I'm looking and I'm like, okay, there is absolutely nothing happening but it is still so much happening like this is the way you know when someone's like okay how can we show sex without sex happening <laughs> this is like this is yeah but it was still tastefully done having mm, said that this yes. is the most tasteful porn ever <laughs> <laughs> same way for me as well every song right i can listen to it it's not like i can especially for this series we keep mentioning this but when we're watching movies we are not skipping the songs you know it's been happening so much in this series especially i feel yeah so same case with rangila even though it's a long movie i'm like but i still want to i don't want to skip the skip the songs and you know, i want to watch it right and they had like a mix of both right there are there are songs like hai rama and tanha tanha but then there are other numbers which are very like contemporary they were hmm. little they were not your typical bollywood dancing you know where you're like okay this is different and you still want to see it like you you still like yeah so and i think this is also i think the movie which made uh, ahmed khan the choreographer that eventually he got to know this was his like ticket to ah, stardom i didn't know um that. and i think it was probably it was because uh, ram gopal verma had a vision for a song and he thought saroj khan wasn't doing justice to it i think she did tanha tanha and he wasn't happy with the choreography of tanha tanha so he brought ahmed khan to do the choreography for other numbers but tanha tanha is great like now looking back i'm like i don't know whether he reshot it or whatever but yeah oh i remember the name of that uh, aftab shivdasani movie must oh yeah i remember the song now <laughs> <laughs> thought that was pretty cool as well but anyways yeah yeah everything about this movie right like so fashion the songs the choreography everything is so it he was breaking the mold with it and we all were in on the ride we're like yeah dude we are like it was showing the changing india right modern india changing india i mean everybody was changing with it so we were all kind of like yeah we are in for the right this is the direction we want to go as well <laughs> so <laughs> let's go back to acting what did you think about jackie shroff amir urmila okay let's start with jackie shroff because i feel like he is like ajay devgan right because with ajay devgan if you give him the role that actually fits him because they are not great actors you know but if you give them a role that's very close to their personality they do such an amazing job 
and Jackie Shroff, oh my goodness, he he just fit the role to the T. I, <laughs> so I, cool, yeah, suave dude, you know, actor, and with a little bit of sadness in him always, and he just pulled it off so well. Yeah, and I thought I, what I found most amusing was that the personality of Amir and Jackie Shroff is the opposite of their characters in real life. You know, mm. so Munna is probably Jackie Shroff in real life, and the quiet, silent, brooding type is. It's like Amir in real life. Yeah, that's interesting. Right? And they were playing the opposite roles. But yeah, they did a good job. He was meant to be shown like that. You know, I felt major... He, like you said, he's a quiet person in the movie. So he doesn't talk much. Most of his emotions are emoted through songs. And that's where I felt like movie was partially a musical. Because a lot of emotions... You know, whether they were Amir's or Jackie Shroff's emotions there, because they both are not shown expressive. Like Munna does a lot of talking, but he wouldn't be able to share what he's feeling. And Jackie Shroff is just shown to be non-expressive as well. So I felt like it was because a, a lot of songs didn't really have any context in the movie. They're all like dreaming songs or uh, conveniently a sh- songs at the shooting because Jackie and Urmila are supposed to be actors. So they're shooting that song and it just happens to fit the narrative of the movie but yeah so it wasn't like part of the movie right like art all the songs were part of the movie but yeah this one was not so in that way yeah, it's kind of like a musical when they're happy they have a happy song and you know in a very interesting way this is also like Ram Gopal Verma was showing Hindi movies right I hope I'm able to say what I'm thinking but like he's this is his ode to Hindi movies this whole movie and I felt even the way the songs are placed you know if you see it like from that dimension, he's actually placed them as they would be placed in a Hindi movie. Right. You know, versus making it very real and putting it inside it. Because he could do that and he has done that previously, whether it was Satya and other movies. So it's not like that concept is alien to him. But I felt in this movie, he he kind of did it as a... You know, like a beta version of Hindi movies. Am I making sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Starting from opening credits, right? Because that is... Yeah. The, so when an audience is like watching it for the first time, you know that you're in it, you know, for the movies and everything. So he made the movie to... It's kind of meta. Yeah, kind of meta. Yeah. Yeah, acting-wise, we should talk about the chemistry of the uh, of Urmila's family. The brother and between between her and her brother and between her and her dad and her and her mom and obviously mom mom is Rima Lagu gosh she's like the most sweetest mom ever Indian mom ever (laughs) I know yeah like every scene was I don't know it it all felt so real like there are scenes between Amir Khan and her her dad you know when he comes one day you know I think it's at night and he comes he is having a drink obviously Indian dads you know they always have this drink without uh, the wife knowing. <laughs> so he's just sitting outside alone and having a drink and you know he walks in and they have a drink together. So everything is so so real and also the interaction with between Urmila and her brother was something that I absolutely enjoyed. That's that's how it is right? Like you don't care how beautiful your sister is or you know she's going to act in a movie. She's still your sister. So the interaction and yeah it was all so so real. I yeah I, I agree. I mean the family was everybody was shown the right amount of real and right amount of filmy. You know, they were real, so you could relate with them. They just didn't feel like the dialogues were coming out of their thin air. But they were filmy enough for you to be entertained. And I was like, you know, that's the thin line which 
I felt with this movie, Rangopal Verma walked a lot of thin lines, like keeping it entertaining and filmy, keeping it hot and steamy, but not like going over the edge. And if you actually think about it, the story is like paper thin. There's literally no story. You are just on a ride of a love story of these two characters and you know exactly what is going to happen and he doesn't even portray like for example I feel this movie has the exact same story as Sagar like Sagar and Rangila are exact same movies except in Sagar Kamal Hassan is amazing human being and in this Munna is not. And in Sagar, they have this whole fishery, you know, uh, angle, which kind of makes it messy. In Rangila, there is no angle. There is no other obstacle in their path other than just they're not having expressed themselves to each other. So I felt like he, he did such a great job. I miss him. Mm, I know. <laughs> him being Ram Gopal Verma, if people don't understand. Yeah, and Amir, Amir's performance is the most authentic performance he has ever gained, given, barring 1947 Earth and Jojita Vaisi Like, if you take those two movies, like, those two fall under the same category. But this is like, this didn't seem manufactured. This didn't seem like he has got it into the character and now he's going to live like Munna on the streets for hundred years and then come and perform. Yeah. This was just organic, right? He just did the right amount of research and, you know, he just pulled it off so well. Whatever he did, it worked. Because people still quote his dialogue. So it's just iconic. Yeah. yeah if you can pick out characters throughout the course of, what, 78 years of Indian movies, Hindi movies, I think this character would definitely make it on top 10. You know? I, Something that I, everyone I remembers. Yeah. Yeah. His, that... Or yellow mm. outfit to take her on a date is yeah. like like it's yeah. etched in everyone's memory. Yes, like, yeah, absolutely. What was he wearing? Yeah, and also speaking of your yellow outfit, I think you can also talk about acting in that uh, aspect as well. You know the way Ramgopal Verma had written this movie because you know that I don't know it. It was always like you were talking about thin line, right? Like he he almost goes there but he doesn't cross over. So he. As an audience, you know, because we are so used to, we were so used to watching, you know, movies before 93 and we knew where this would go, but he would not go over there. For example, in that yellow outfit that he comes in and, you know, you would think that Urmila will look at him and, you know, just make fun of him and ask him to go change. You would think that, but he just, he just doesn't do that, you know. So Urmila just goes with him, you know, to a hotel and has lunch. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. So there were so many scenes where... As an audience, you know, I can imagine in 93 where we would think that this would go one way. But that's where the smartness comes in, right? That's what made him a great director because he knows what an audience is looking for, but he does not go there. You know, he'll surprise you in every turn. Yeah, yeah that exactly. Was I actually really like that Urmila at no point was embarrassed mm. by him. At mm. no point does he say, does she say that Munna, you know, she does tell him to not get angry and not mm. misbehave, but he doesn't, she doesn't say like, uh, you know, wear proper clothes or don't yeah. talk like this. Right. And even when they're at the restaurant and he doesn't mm. know what to order or where it is, she doesn't like look down upon him for not yeah. knowing those things. Or when, you know, even that fan Mm. Uh, dialogue which is popular oh, like uh, easy easy on he says he says fan chala he, wo yeah. hai, that central air conditioning yeah. is going on he's like okay to uska mood meri taraf more 
So and and then you know he goes and he they are ordering. So he I I think he says like bring papad and nimbu yeah. or whatever like an Indian <laughs> restaurant. He's like we don't serve that here. So at no point does she ever like laugh mm. at him or kind of try to step in and say like okay mm. let me order because you mm. don't know anything and you know the small things like that and mm. even like the scene that you spoke about where the father when she he's going and speaking with the father yeah and the father's having yeah. a drink so you think he's going to go and ask mm. her hand in marriage or something because that's how he builds up that scene or that's right. how previously all the movies mm-hmm. had yes dealt with that mm-hmm. but he doesn't he just sits there and talks about love and emotions yeah. he just with has the a father conversation yeah exactly and then there's situation like even the opening situation right mm-hmm. where uh, reema lagu's like uh, where are you or whatever and she's like mm-hmm. main munna se milne ja rahi hu mm-hmm. that is a scene where in any other movie the mother would have been like to munna se itna mat mila karo right. munna acha nahi hai munna gareeb hai ya mm-hmm. orphan hai ya whatever but she doesn't go there instead she's like i really like munna munna mm. to bahut acha hai yeah. to munna se mat lada karo tum aapas right. mein you know so i was like exactly what you said like the yeah. movie doesn't go where you think it's going to go yes. and it surprises you with it is because it's uh, believes in equal mm. rights for everyone and they're so supportive right at no point do they ever So again another trope would have been either that the parents would have said like mm-hmm. no no you can't be an actress because this is not a good profession yeah. or the parents would kind of you know be those people who want the money so they will push mm-hmm. her and be like right. yeah yeah go do this yeah. and then try to take her money none of that is happening mm-hmm. they're just like oh we love movies yeah. we all love movies so <laughs> yeah. let's do movies yeah Yeah, absolutely. Gosh. So yeah. Yeah, I feel like a lot of things people will probably not realize because they were not, you know, you only see this because if you saw mm. all the movies in the mm. order of they came. So the only we can realize how refreshing it was to see it because yes. we had been seeing the movies mm. till we saw this and we had never right. seen like that. So I don't know if the impact is as much when you've already seen so much great mm. cinema and the other things that came out that you're like right. yeah okay this is great but is it that great and i'm like yes it is that great <laughs> yeah the generation after us i really don't know if they have the same impact when they watch it but yeah but for us it just defined i don't know it just redefined cinema you know <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely for right, let's talk about urmila we haven't spoken about urmila at all <laughs> this is her movie so yeah what did you think about her so urmila again i i felt like everyone's acting was so so real times we don't talk about how great the actors are because just the movie itself is so good but we don't realize that because of the actors the movie is amazing they just do their job so well that you don't really talk about them you just end up talking about the movies and the scenes which obviously includes their acting skills as well i don't know she was just brilliant she was just so natural and so so good yeah i think her face was just the right amount of cute meets sexy and she could really emote through her eyes and just because there were so many close ups of her face in this mo- uh, movie where she's just you know sad and happy and for a change not horror because that is the genre we've seen her do a lot later but I read that Shri Devi was the original choice of Ramgopal Verma for this movie but you know she didn't do it and now in hindsight I'm happy she didn't do it I'm glad because this was a fresh face so to say like we'd seen Urmila before but we'd never seen Urmila like this and she did a good job like she did act really well 
she fit the Millie's character, her vulnerability, the, her innocence, you know, how she's always so excited about acting even even when she's a background dancer and she's like oh god you know the actors does not care about the scene she's so earnest about that yeah. she's just like <laughs> and you could feel it you could feel that this person really cares about acting and and she loves movies right so i think we would have been great friends with milly <laughs> <laughs> i think her character showed india like everybody in india was milly because this is how we feel about movies we eat breathe sleep movies and millie and her dad when they communicate or when they crack jokes it's all just movie dialogues and movie songs right and that's how we are millie and millie's family especially millie's dad just that is india i love this like i i just recall there was this one scene where her reema lagu is like telling her husband the uncle that uh, my soul uncle soul uncle <laughs> that <laughs> या के के यू नो यू नॉट डूइंग एनीथिंग तुम वैसे ही बस कुछ तुम कुछ नहीं करना तुम कभी कुछ मत करना देन ही इज लाइक मैं तो पैदा ही इसलिए हुआ हूं कि मैं कभी कुछ ना करूं कि मैं कुछ ना बनू एंड देन दे स्टार्ट सिंगिंग दिस सॉन्ग या देन दे स्टार्ट सिंग लाइक कुछ ना बनो I know and I was like this is so cool and even like we were talking about uh, Milly and Motilal her brother <laughs> First of all, how funny is this name Motilal? As <laughs> like they they named the daughter Millie, which is kind of cute, very sweet, short name. And then they thought, "Abhi hum apne bete ka naam Motilal rakhe." Imagine a baby <laughs> named Motilal. I know. My one of my favorite scenes, which is like you know one the whole movie is my favorite scene, but this is just. <laughs> I love that. That should be the caption tagline for this episode. <laughs> oh, whole movie is my favorite scene. Exactly. So end of podcast. That is it. <laughs> And songs. All the songs are my favorite songs. I love everything about the movie. I have nothing wrong to say, guys. And fashion is amazing. Yeah. That's it. Done. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> done. Bye. So there's a scene where uh, she's lying down and uh, going through cassettes or something, and the doorbell rings, and uh, you know. <laughs> I'm laughing only because it felt like a scene out of my life because yes. she's lying down and she's like she's like Motilal darwaza kholo nahi Motilal phone uthao sorry not the doorbell say the phone rings and the phone is right above her head where she's lying down and Motilal is in another room yes. <laughs> she's like Motilal phone uthao and he's like mai kyu uthao tu uthao <laughs> imagine 90s when that was a chore <laughs> I know, right? Especially if you're older, we'll be like, "Yeah, you go pick up the phone. I'm not going." You know. <laughs> And imagine today, nobody would let you touch their cell phone, right? Like, oh my God, don't you dare answer my phone! And then she picks up the phone, and then she gets the news that she has been signed for the movie and or whatnot, and her emotions, like her changes. But for me, it was just like she's lying down, and she's like, "Moti lal, phone it off." And also, she's do you know she's like just lying on the floor. That's how we do it. Like especially in summers, it's so hot that you're just lying on the floor and just that's just a lazy summer afternoon. And you're looking at cassettes too. You know which one to play. As a director, all these everyday scenes, right, in the house and everything was so real. Like you were saying, it could have been from you know one of our. If we had a video recorder, that that is exactly. <laughs> yeah, that would be me. telling my brother to go like open the door and he's like and you'd have turns right he's like nahi kal bell baji thi to maine utha kholata aaj tum kholo god i miss those days 
I used to hate them back then, but now I miss them. Exactly right. We used to have turns. We'd be like, "Oh, the last time somebody rang the door, I went, so I am not going now, <laughs> even if I'm right next to the door." And even and then you know, in this whole argument, if the bell rang the second time, then mom or dad will be like, "Why is nobody opening the door?" And then you'll be like, "Fine," because you know you're gonna get scolded now. <laughs> so. You're just gonna go open the door. Oh my gosh! I I miss it. This was like those were the simpler times when you're scared of your parents because they're gonna scold you for not opening the bloody door. And that's that fear was real than we. I can still feel it. I was like, did the bell ring? Yeah. So you would actually go. We'll be like, okay, we don't want anyone to shout at us. I will let me just get up and open the door. Yeah. And I feel like when I see today's kids. the kind of stuff they get by with and i was like i couldn't get away with like anything i remember watching uh, hollywood movies and then i would see teenagers cl- like shutting the door to and going into their room i'll be like my mom would take out the door <laughs> i know people have no door <laughs> if we did that once i swear i and i never did that never yeah, ever but never. the fact that even closed the door while being ho- home during the day my i would get scolded for closing the door they'd be like why what is the need for you to close the door <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i remember my mom told me that uh, do you think you live in a hotel that you've closed the door <laughs> oh yeah oh my god then i'm telling you all indian parents even no matter where they are from north south east west of india I don't know. They just learn these dialogues. I don't know where. How where? <laughs> My mom would say the same thing. I'm like, what? Where did that even come from? <laughs> All right, let's go back to our movie. So yeah, we clearly, clearly were very nostalgic with the whole brother, sister, father, mother dynamic. But what I really loved was that you know there is uh, no mention of caste. There is no mention of religion. Even when they are talking to Munna, we don't know what caste culture Munna was from. We don't know what caste culture even Millie and her family are from. You know, then it's not clear. There's, no, there's, we don't know anything. I mean, I didn't pay attention to the last name. Maybe that would give it away. I don't remember. I don't remember noticing or anything. Yeah, and there is no like. you know puja or church or anything nothing so i really like that for me i was like he left it ambiguous right it could be anything yeah and the parents are so feminist open minded as we said before and so supportive so and all the scenes were so subtle even the background music was not dramatic like you were saying that you were talking about the scene where she gets the call which says that you know you know you're going to be in the next movie you know this in other movies it would have been like a dramatic music and mom and dad would have been like ah oh, oh right but this is nothing it's just there's a scene where you know where he uh, i think where the actor jackie shroff gives her this expensive necklace to wear and at the same time mm-hmm. munna also has a little ring that he has that he has in his pocket you know and it's obviously it's not as great as his diamond necklace that she has given and when he sees that you know there's no music again it's just him you know putting the ring back in his pocket and he just smiles he there's no dramatic scene of him walking out or getting upset or you know it's just so subtle and that's all the more reason why it just breaks your heart and it touches you in so many ways right because it's just so real all the emotions that's in the entire movie is absolutely real. yeah and i feel 
it's such a like you you see the stark difference because you see that munna is just by himself he has a friend and that's it he lives in this one room and then milly has this full life and now her career is blooming and everything is happening so by the end of the movie you actually feel like oh my god munna actually doesn't have anything and milly has everything but the way milly's character is written she's not shown bitchy or opportunist or anything so it's not like you feel like oh you know she should she's like mean or anything towards so your heart is breaking for both of them right and then when they when the end does happen it is so satisfying and i was like of course she loves him like of course she loves him she just loved him throughout the movie in her own way and he just you know they just never expressed it but if you actually think about it at every instant when something is happening in Millie's life whether you know she needs help with the with her audition or whether she got the you know her movie premiere is happening any good or bad news the first person she goes to is munna and you know she never forgets munna of course like you know she can't like always hold his hand and be there but as soon as she's like you know she gets a moment to think she's like where's munna where's munna and i was like if this is not love what is love like yeah. this is love like as an audience it's so amazing it's like reading a book right as an audience you know that you know she is in love with him but you're just waiting for her to come to that realization and you know it's just beautiful when it does yeah and this is like what i wanted in sagar like that's what i was like i wanted kamal hasan to get dimple i was like i want kamal hasan to get dimple and now my that desire got fulfilled here because i was like you know i need these two people who have always been friends to be together and i don't want jackie shaf to come and scoop her away and leave poor munna alone and also the relationship between Amir Khan and his friend even that is written so well you know he's not just a side character there there are very few scenes but you know but you kind of feel the friendship that they share you know because munna always you know they always meet at night near the beach and you know he's always talking going gaga about milly to him and you know his friend being a friend he's like you know you're in love with her why don't you just tell her that and so it's just it's just yeah. a nice yeah relationship that they had yeah pakia's character also yeah I feel like there were a handful of characters but we remember all of them. That's it, right? There is Jackie Shroff and Jackie Shroff has a caretaker slash elderly person. Then Amir has Pakia and then it's the four people of Millie's family and Millie herself. And then there is of course the director and the producer. <laughs> the director played by Gulshan Kumar whose name very uh, non subtly is <laughs> Steven Kapoor <laughs> which is uh, Ramgopal Verma's way of giving shade to Spielberg and Shekhar Kapoor <laughs> i mean he doesn't even make it subtle he just throws it in your face <laughs> yeah no i was just like i never even knew what issue did he ever have with Shekhar Kapoor but apparently he did not approve of him going to bollywood <laughs> <laughs> it is a not so subtle shade <laughs> <laughs> and also i really liked his old uh, two hindi movies i liked how the whole scene of uh, ashifali her scene of she's like a like a, she's an actress and you know she always comes with the mom which is a which is a very real thing in the 90s you know there's still a joke right like all the 90s heroines always used to come to the set with their moms and yeah i think baby ko juice lao is it right everyone talks about it even actors and actresses when they yeah when they give an interview even now they talk about it. so it was that impact Wow, that it was so funny. It was really good. Yeah, I really liked it. I have a but just one personal anecdote with this movie because this movie came out in September, and that is when uh, 
in CBSE board, you would have midterms. And the midterms are spread over like two weeks and you have like every subject exam, so and whatnot. And then this movie was releasing there. And as you, you know, as I said, I saw the trailer and I was like, oh my God, I want to watch this movie. And so now I was like, you know, it was Friday and I think the movie came out and I was just like, I begged my mom, I'm going to like, you know, I'm going to do really well on my Friday exam. And then can I please go watch this movie after the exam? Because the next exam was going to be on Monday. And I was like, can I promise I will study the whole of Saturday, whole of Sunday. But can I please go? And she, for some reason, allowed me. And I'm still amazed that she let me go watch a movie during exams. But I think I must have like really begged. But yeah, that's how badly I love movies. And I wanted to see this movie. Yeah, it was so worth it. I would have been heartbroken if the whole world would have seen it and I would have been the only one left. On that amazing note. (laughs) (laughs) On that really great anecdote from my life. Let's wrap up this episode. Do you have any parting thoughts? Parting thoughts is like we mentioned, everything is good. Please watch it. <laughs> yeah, everything is good, guys. That's it. We're out of words. And if it is your first time that, you know, that you will be watching it, please, you know, because you've listened to our episode, watch it from our perspective of just go back to 93. <laughs> yeah, and see it yes. through those eyes. I, I promise you that will be a wonderful experience. All right. And if not, you can come and catch Flo and then like shout at her for <laughs> Yes. You know where to catch us. All right, guys, thank you for listening. We'll be back with our last episode in this series next Monday. In the meantime, you can catch us on Facebook. Oh, no. In the meantime, you can catch us on Twitter at MovieWallaPod and Instagram at MovieWallaPodcast. See ya. Bye. Bye.